Hello and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Let's we pray. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Right, this morning is not going to be a sermon. It's just going to be a short exhortation. The reason is because of the so many things we, 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 we have to do this morning. And I pray the Lord bless us as well. It's going to be more of a prayer, just prayer and prayer and prayer. Praise God. Now, the, our team for the month, can anyone remind us? There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. And you know what? The convention that they did recently, that was the, the seven-day convention that just ended, uh, we just want to read for you. Uh, the prophecy that came out in the last one. So let's have the, what the prophecy says. That's in the convention that was held in Lagos, and uh, where we have, I mean, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people watching. He said, Thus says the Lord, unto you, my servants, the prophets, the glory of the vision, the glory of the vision, the glory of vision, do not allow the enemy to snatch it from you, says the Lord. So it's talking to the prophets. They say, Ah, the Lord, your God, opened the fountains from above and beneath. And the rain of my blessings shall fall upon you now. That's a place to say amen. And I shall place your children on the highest throne. You know, when they were preaching this, uh, praying this morning, he said, the children shall be great, they'll be mighty in this land. That's the law confirming that. Say, and, it will, and it's my will that in descending from this mount, separate three days unto me all over the visions i mean all over where our churches are us uk canada nigeria everywhere separate unto me three days all over the vision anywhere you see the vision it means everywhere where the church is to call upon me and rebook fire disaster that were born against my will that will not be a portion in jesus name now fix your sight onto where i am taking you to this world is not the end of your journey <clears throat> and that was what daddy said this morning that, that himself and mommy, they will meet at the feet of Christ. He said, I am take, I'm talking to you. This word is not the hand of your put my kingdom in your heart. The glory of the vision shall continue to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. There shall be showers of blessings. That's a place to see. There shall be showers of blessings. The showers of my blessings shall not cease upon you. Peace. I give unto you, says the Lord God of hosts. Right. The Bible says, by two immutable things in which our God cannot be called a liar. So there shall be showers of blessings, and that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Now, last week, we spoke about four things that we all share that, that's embodied the showers of blessings can anyone remind us showers of the rains of righteousness 
Righteousness is nation, and sin is a reproach to any people. What is the second one? The reign of the spirits. Third one. The reign of the word. And finally, the reigns of blessings. Those are the scaffolding. The reign of righteousness, the reign of the spirit, the reign of the word, and the reign of blessings or the showers of blessings. And as you continue to go through this, the Lord help us in Jesus' name. You can win by righteousness. Amen. So today, quickly, we're just going to move on to as the Lord lead us into gates. And the, the, the key words or the verses we're going to be reading today is Psalm 24, 7 to 10. We all know that verse. We read it every now and again. I remember reading this verse with my grandma every night. I go there for holiday. I can recite it in my dream. In my local language. Right. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Now that's a question. Who is this king of glory? Then the answer came the Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Then it says again, lift up your head, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? Then the second answer, the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. The king of version says, say, like, we just pause, think about it. King of glory. Now, gates are very, very important. So this morning, I'm just going to be talking about gates, open gates. We're still talking about showers of blessings. Open gates. Gates are very, very important in life. So, naturally, we know gates, they serve as security, they serve as protection. Now, God uses gates, which you can't see, obviously, spiritually, uses gates to protect and fortify us. But the devil also uses gates. What does he use it for? You cannot see those gates in operation. The devil uses the gate to stop, to stand against the things that the Lord has already given to his people. So gates stand as entry points. Entry points as the entry or exit to a house, to a city. We have gates for kings, for palace. In, in, in the how I mean, palace in the, in the case of Esther, church into people's and persons' life. We have gates. So, like we said, devil uses this gate to introduce sins, to introduce problems, affliction of all manners. But God uses this gate to bless. You know, the Bible says, For God is light, and in him there's no higher of darkness. And that's one of the promises that we have from the, from the blessings of Abraham in Genesis 22, verse 17. He said, you shall possess the gates of your enemies. There are gates that the enemies are staking a stronghold in which we need to possess to capture and to destroy. Praise God. We need to capture them, possess them, capture them, 
destroy them, level them. That's why the Bible says, Well, thou great mountain before Zerubbabel, but that shall be made plain. How oh, that shall bring, you know, shout by shouting the word grace, grace. That shall bring the headstone and shout in the word grace and grace and grace. So today we're going to possess or destroy every gate that the enemy may have erected in any place, knowingly or unknowingly, in the name of Jesus. Now, quickly, that's six I'm going to talk about. The first one is the ancient or everlasting gates. Ancient and everlasting gates. And that was the one that was referred to in Psalm 24, verse 7. So ancient and everlasting gates. As the psalmist says, this implies very, very old ones, old gates. Those are gates that have existed so far. I mean, they've existed for a long time. They are powers, principalities, rulers of high places that have been in existence even before you were born. That you were born into there are problems, there are issues that become circular. You know, they, they occur at a particular point in time, in life, everlasting and ancient gate. Now, these gates have been there before you were born. And sometimes consciously or unconsciously, people, you know, just, they just see those patterns, familiar patterns. And uh, people just go through all of those things. And that's what the Bible, that's what the scripture is saying. If you read that Psalm um, 24, 7 again, it says, lift up your head, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come. That's, that was a prophecy about Jesus Christ. Because at that point in time, nobody has died and resurrected. Jesus, you remember the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ was... They buried, and after the third day was to rise, and the gate of hell said, No. And the word came then, Lift up your head, O ye gates, because somebody's about to break these jeans. Somebody's about to make an open shame of death and tell death to his face, Death, where is that sting? It's about to become the prototypus, the ones, the first to be resurrected which all of us, we follow after. And they commanded, lift up your head, O ye gate. And because Jesus Christ has won that victory, he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make all of your enemies your footstool. He has given you the power. He said, this sign shall follow them that believe, that in my name, so because it defeated death and resurrected, that power, that power that resurrected Jesus Christ has been into you. And this is a mystery. Christ in you, the hope, the hope of glory. So this morning, every everlasting doors, every gate I hid at all, up to now has held you bound and broken the name of Jesus. I want you to say louder, amen. I want you to say a louder, hey, man. You have to command this gate. You don't negotiate with it. You command it. They have to tell them the resume of the person giving that instruction. Who is the person asking us to open the gate? He said, the Lord, strong and mighty in battle. 
lift, lift, let lift you up, man. And we all know what happened after that. Praise God. So this morning, the first gate is ancient and everlasting gates. Patterns that you've seen in the family. If you don't take action, if you don't pray and break those gates, they will remain there. You will make heaven. You're born again. But those patterns, those patterns, you need to take the fight to them and break through them in the name of Jesus. So you're going to command every long, unending, long-standing problem in your life and in your family this morning to be broken in the name of Jesus. So let's quickly close our eyes. Let's pray just some few prayers. going to tell the Lord that lift up your head. Just pray that will lift up your head, O ye gates. O ye gate of long-standing health problem. Oh, ye gate of long-standing marital problem. Oh, ye gate of long-standing educational problem. I command you this morning, lift up your head, be broken in the name of Jesus. Be broken, be broken in the name of Jesus. Shatter into pieces in the name of Jesus. That pattern, that pattern that seems so long, that, that look as if it's following me, following, following the, my, my, my family, my family trend today. I command you in the name of Jesus, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken in the name of Jesus. Pray, brother, be broken in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. pray. Amen. You're going to invite the King of Glory. He's already in you. But to take prominence in you. That the King of Glory will come in into your situation. All this long-standing problem in your life will give way. In the name of Jesus, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, here we invite you officially. King of Glory, take preeminence in my life. Every issue, every long-standing issue, we command you as the King of Glory, take control, disappear right now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Last is going to tell the Lord, cover my life and my family with your glory. In the name of Jesus, cover my life, cover my family with your glory. In the name of Jesus, every ancient gate, every long-standing problem, give way, give way, give way, give way, give way, give way, right now. In the name of Jesus, give way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Second one. What was the first one? Ancient and everlasting gates, and they are broken in the name of Jesus. The second one is gate of bronze. Remember that song. Oh, damn we praise the Lord. Oh, damn we praise the Lord. For his goodness and for his wonderful work. To the children of men, to the children of men, for his goodness and for his wonderful way. To the children of men, to the children, he has broken the gate of grass and called the pass of fire on the he has broken the gate of grass and called the bars of iron in Gate of bones are very strong gates. That is the gate they use 
to put condemned criminals. When you get on that gate of bronze, there's no going out, except a power higher than that takes you out. Only a special power, like the power in the name of Jesus. The enemy used gate of bronze to hinder people from moving forward. He used, he used that gate to keep people as mediocre, as ordinary. Now, let me tell you something to everybody. God does not create you to just be a common person. You are created for a purpose. Jeremiah said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You are not ordinary. Now, I'm not trying to psych you up. You just need to believe. You are created for a reason. You are in a system for a purpose. But the greater bronze, what it does is that it just stagnates people. It gives you good in order to stop you from getting better and best. You know, the enemy of best is good. Once it gives you good, you become happy. You're not just born to come and do 12 hours, five days a week, to earn some pounds per week, pay your bills, grow up, go to home and die. That is not what you are created to do. You are created to make an impact in this world. You are created to just remember the names of people. Now I was reading about um, Enoch. You know, there are two of them in the Bible. I was reading about the, the two of them. And I was thinking, the one the Bible mentioned, with the things, they said, it's one of the work with the Lord. So you were created for a reason. It's a particular reason. And this morning you find that, some of us, most of you find the reason that you're already working in it. But you receive strength and courage to walk in your purpose in the name of Jesus. The gate of bronze are gate of stagnation. They are gate, they are gate of oppression. They are gate of suppression. They are gate of depression. They are gate that hold you from moving ahead in life. Can you remember how many visions that you see when you were young? I can still tell you some of mine. Visions that you've seen. You know, some people say the, 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 the richest place in this world is the, barrier, is, is the barrier ground. Because that is where the visions of men are buried without being actualized. Because the gates of bronze has been locked against them. And I declare this morning, every great of bronze that have been securely locked against your spiritual life, against your ministry, against your business, against your career, against your education, against your family. This morning, they are caught asunder in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So this morning, we're just going to pray another set of prayer. You're going to tell the Lord, oh Lord, shatter to pieces, every greater bronze, every greater stagnation erected around my life, every gate of bronze, every gate of bronze, every gate of stagnation, every gate I compare years to years, 
two years ago, three years ago, what was the difference? We break them this morning. We scatter. We scatter them this morning. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. We're going to tell the Lord, our Lord, Father, I caught asunder. I caught down all bars of iron, hindering and resisting my progress, spiritual progress, financial progress, career, education, marita, the quarter sender, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the broken, the broken, break now, break, 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 in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we're going to tell the Lord, I declare all and progress into my life. I declare all and progress into my life. All and progress in my life. In the name of Jesus, regardless of where I live, where I live does not matter. I declare progress in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. We're going to tell the Lord, I can see people that have applied for so many things here. And it's not still coming out. Some of them have been heard for years, for months. These are great of bones. I can tell you the story of one of my friends very quickly. This is my friend. We work together. We go to work together at that time. And when he submitted his papers, what happened then was that the, the person that was handling it just put it somewhere under his computer, put something on it, and went on leave. And while he went on leave, Something happened medically, he couldn't come back. And it was stagnated, he could not work, he could not do anything for almost one and a half years. It was when we were praying, some of you know the person I'm talking about, it was when we were praying and praying. The Holy Spirit revealed that, that this document is not that, they didn't say yes, they didn't say no, they just, they just said nothing. And the lawyer kept applying, kept doing this, kept doing it, until one day they would pray, the Lord now revealed that vision. They will not to recover the secret of bronze. We now pray. Be lifted. Be lifted. Be lifted. So how they must move that office around. You know, when you pray in the spirit, things shift. Power shift. Power changes hand. Something just shifted. They moved things around. They saw that thing and they wrote a letter of apology. They sent it back, and that was when it was granted. But before that time, they've stopped him from work. They've stopped his family. They've just, they just stagnated them for more than a year. That is the operation of the gate of bronze. You're going to tell the Lord that where I have submitted documents or proposal, business proposal, admissions, exams, and all of that, that I'll receive the truth. Father, I receive breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. We have submitted work proposals. We have submitted everything. Lord, I receive breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let your presence go with me and grant me victory and success in every area. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let your presence go with us. With me, hold the same life and clear every obstacles, every hindrances standing in my way. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Hey. Number three, the prison gates. The prison, you know the prison gate. You know that's kind of gate that when the enemy sees that this person is a star, this person has a bright future, they start seeing some signs. Then somehow something came up and just 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 changed that course. 
You know, it's like you have a train. When the train is on the track, it goes fast because that is where it's meant to be. But this gate, prison gate, what it does is that it locks you up. It takes you that off track and puts you on the ground. You still walk, but you can't go far. Because you'll be by strength. Just imagine a train trying to, trying to go. You know that same train that goes 200 miles an hour going to London on the, on the train track? Just put it out of that track and see the way it goes. It's still moving. It's moving in which miles an hour? Praise God. That's the gate, the prison gate. And that is the gate erected by principalities and powers and rulers of high places. People that can see, look at you, and see the future in a minute. Now, King Herod, in Acts 12, 1, you know what he did? He cooked, he picked brother James and he killed James. And the Bible says, I'm just picking some few verses just so that we don't waste time. He killed James, the brother of John, with his sword. And look at, he looked at the reaction of the people. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, then he proceeded further to take Peter. When he took James, the brother of John, and killed James, the church was like, wow, what is going on? We believe something will happen. They have not learned a lesson there. They were just there. Then when they say he pleased the people, and he took another one, took Brother Peter. You know what? Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But prayer, the church woke up. Prayer was made without season of the church unto God for, for him. That's the reason why I still really enjoy those that are missing prayer, prayer meeting. <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We're going to be doing that prayer in your house very soon. We just bring God here. We just knock your door. <laughs> That's the prayer. This is PLS group. We have a prayer. You can't do anything. At least if you send people, you can't send me out. I'll tell others that and say, say amen. You cannot. They said prayer was being every day. See, the devil needs your permission, even though also God needs permission. Because he has given the rulership of this way to men. That's why we have this prophetic prayer. When God will wake and tell you this is the prayer I want you to pray. You will imagine prophetic prayer. Say, pray like this, pray like this to me, to him. That's prophetic prayers. Amen. And the church prayed. And the angel said unto him, he now said, after prayer in verse 8, he said, guide yourself and bind all the sand. And so he did. And he said unto him, cast the garment about the and follow me. Next verse. And when they were past the first and the second world, they came into the iron gate that led into the city. Now what happened to that gate? That gate opened to them on his own accord. It is not today we have that technology. That technology has been there. Since he opened on his own accord when men prayed. If they don't pray, they could have just killed him the way they killed uh, James. And, and they went out and passed to one street and fought with the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and had delivered me out of the hand of Herod. Amen. The enemy uses this prison gate to lock up good things. How many times have you prayed and hear people telling you, you know, sister, I had a revelation. The Lord said, he has given you that thing. The Lord said, that baby you're looking for, he has given you. 
that work you're looking for, you're already giving you. You are that doing yourself, but you're not seeing it come to reality. You need to kill the operation of the praising gates that delay the release of what the Lord has already done. The prison gates are used by the devil to lock up people's destinies, ministries, glory, virtues, blessings, testimonies, testimonies. So we're going to pray and break the operation this morning. Very quickly, I told you it's going to be a prayer uh, session this morning, not actually a sermon. So you're going to tell the Lord. Oh, Lord, my Father, send your angel of deliverance. Deliver me out of every prison where my joy, my glory, my destiny, my virtues, my blessings have been locked up. I release it right now in the name of Jesus. I release it. I release it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says when the church prays for Peter, the doors were open and the double doors were open on their own accord. I release myself in the name of Jesus. Your own sister, son, shall follow them. I believe. Lord, I declare, because you have given me power, I release every stagnation, every depression. I'm released from you right now in the name of Jesus. You're going to tell the Lord, as many said, I think that my life has ended, that this is the end of my life. This is the end of my story. Lord, I declare that they are disappointed. In the name of Jesus, those are giving you name that thought this is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Lord, disappointed. In the name of Jesus, surprise them. Surprise them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You're going to tell the Lord that the Lord will surprise those that think you can't amount to anything. You know, sometimes ago in one of the meetings they are doing, they said, let's gather together. They were doing the back recently. Let's pray for all the firstborn. And I said, what about the secondborn? What about the third? What about the last? Jesus Christ is our prototokus, our firstborn. So you're going to tell the Lord. You can't. It doesn't matter. We're all individuals. You're going to tell the Lord. Those that think they can amount to anything, Lord, surprise them. In, the, in my life, surprise them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You will be an eternal excellency. A joy to many generations. You will be a city that is set on the high that can never be eaten. That cannot be hidden. That cannot be hidden. That cannot be hidden. In the name of Jesus. Those that think you can't amount to anything. Those that think you can amount to anything. Not surprise them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Those that think your children cannot amount to anything. That the Lord will disappoint them. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will disappoint them. That this, your children, they are for signs and for wonders. In this land or any land where they decide to go, that they shall be great. This will be their testimony. This will be their testimony. In the name of Jesus. Shall we pray in the name of Jesus? Those that think your children, our children, the ones here, the ones in the loins, they can't amount to anything. Lord, disappoint them. In the name of Jesus. Disappoint them. In the name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Number four, gate of death. Gate of death. In the last few, few, thank God for the protection over this house that we never lost anyone. But we lost 
friends to friends or, or people that may be connected in a way. Now, this gate of hell, you know, sometimes I know people say, you know, uh, when somebody died, they just come and say, you know, yeah, to be absent in the body, to bring the presence of the Lord, which is a good thing. But sometimes it is not the Lord's doing. It is not his wish sometimes for those things to happen. It is not his wish for those things to happen. The gate of death, what it does is that it caught people's life just at the prime of their life, just at the prime of their breakthrough. It just caught them short. It just caught them short. And that will not be a portion in the name of Jesus. My own father died. Remember, some of you here remember Elder Fatukas was there. The day I graduated, the same day I graduated from the University of Lagos, that same day, that was the day he died. That same, we were in the fellowship preaching. Elder Fatukas was in the fellowship with me. We were together preaching. And 1999, that was the day he died. So, then, every time before they would have come to the campus, bring food, bring everything, you know, come from his office, and bring food, bring this, bring this. But it was, when they were doing the graduation, somebody else was the father. So, that is the prayer you're going to pray. That's the gate of death. That's the gate that when you see the father and mommy, like, you know, they're doing celebration or graduation, do something. They say, where's the mother? No. You have somebody representing the month. That will not be your portion in Jesus. Because you have toyed over your children. Nobody will replace you at the right time in the name of Jesus. Because the Bible says, either water it shall be watered. You have sold. Why should somebody come and reap where you are sold? All those toiling, all those labor. That is what gate of death that it what it does. It stops people at the prime. They suffer so much, but it does not allow them to wait to eat the fruit. So you're going to pray, Lord, have mercy upon me. In the name of Jesus, you're going to tell the Lord that pull down every gate of death that doesn't want me to enjoy the fruit of my labor. Pull it down. I pull it down. In the name of Jesus, every gate behind untimely death, hear the word of God. Cut down in the name of Jesus. I cut you down into pieces in the name of Jesus. Every day that cut people's life short, that cut them short at the point where they are meant to, they are meant to start reaping the fruit of their work. Lord, I cut them off. Nobody will replace you in your father's house, in your mother's house, in your children's life, in your friend's life. Nobody will replace you in the name of Jesus. You are irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give me the Lord. The as the mountains surround Jerusalem, we're going to tell the Lord, surround us, O Lord, with your glory and power. Surround me, Lord, with your hand of protection in the name of Jesus. Surround me with your hands of protection in the name of Jesus. Surround me with your hand of protection. Make a wall around of us. Walls of salvation. Walls of protection. The Bible says when the enemy will rise like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against the enemy of my soul. The Lord raise a standard against the spirit of death in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Gate of hell. 
and there will not be the portion in the name of Jesus. Gate of destruction. Now, remember what we said when we talk about the reigns of blessings. We first spoke about the reigns of righteousness. Now, this gate of destruction is what people willingly walk themselves into. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 13, and ye, enter ye at the straight gate. He said, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many babies go in, they, they go in there themselves. When you start toiling with sins, and you tell the grace of God is enough, and you know, so and you consciously kept. I'm not saying you can't make sometimes do make mistake here and there, but you consciously keep telling yourself, see, even though if sometimes may not bring you take it to hell, it will bring hell to you. That is the gate of destruction. The Bible says there's a way that sinners right before men, that the end thereof are the ways of death. Stop toiling. Gate of righteousness. Righteousness exalts a nation anytime, any day. But sin is a reproach to anybody. And now we go to regeneration and sanctification. But you have to willingly surrender your wills to Christ. Amen. If you pass through this gate, it will open a whole lot of Pandora box. You know what they call Pandora box? I don't want to go into that story. Okay, briefly. Now, this is just this Greek mythology. They said uh, that these two brothers, so one ate the other one, and they said, oh, and they can't destroy because they are gods. He said, the only way I can destroy him is. Uh, so it, it, it made a box. That box was called a Pandora box. Amen. So they said Pandora. So they gave that box to the brother. He said, please. The brother's got sweet. He said, don't open it. Very, very nice thing. So don't open it. You know, sometimes when they say don't open something, that is the one you want to open the most. And also looking at it, looking at it one day, just to go to the chase, he opened it. And inside that box, death. Diseases. So many things was there. But the problem with that box, that once you open it, you can't close it again because those things will not come back in. That is what the Greek, uh, the Greek uh, mythology called the Pandora box. That is what that great of destruction does. He hopes you hope to the accusers of the brethren. It makes you a willing captive. So, you're going to tell the Lord, you can win by righteousness. The Bible says in, in Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 22. It says, the blessing of the Lord enriches and he adds no sorrow. Now, don't be jealous of people that you think they are on the right track. They are, they're just running fast and they are, they are winning by crooks. Don't be jealous of them. Because the Bible says the blessing of the Lord enriches and he adds no What is the essence of blessing with sorrows? How many houses can you sleep in a night? How many, how many cars can you drive in a day? It is the blessing of the Lord that enriches. See, righteousness can exalt you. I want you not to willingly go into that gate of destruction. So you're going to tell the Lord this morning that Father destroy every gate of destruction that the enemy has placed to distract me. 
Lord, take them away. I will not be derailed. In this life, I will not be derailed. In the name of Jesus, I will not be derailed. I will not be derailed. I will not be derailed. In the name of Jesus, I will not be derailed. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. There are lots of false doctrines and teachings these days that lead people astray. So you're going to tell the Lord, and those of you that have been missing the Bible study, that's why it's not good for you to miss it. Father, grant me in your world. That's why we say the reign of the world, the reign of the spirit, and the reign of the world. Grant me in your world so that I will not be derailed by false teachings. In the name of Jesus, grant me your words. Grant me your words. I will not be derailed by false teaching. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I will not be derailed by false teaching. In Jesus' name we pray. And finally, because of our time, we'll finish with this one, gate of hell. The Bible says, I will build my church. And what will not prevail? The gate of hell. The gate of hell is the gate that are erected against the church of God. It is the gate that is in opposition and resistance from the pit of hell to keep the church of God from moving forward. Gate of hell causes confusion. It causes strife, like the one we're reading in, in the first Corinthians now. It causes strife, division. I am for Paul, I am for self, I am for Apollo. It causes confusion within the church. Disagreements of all disunity. And remember, the Bible says when brethren dwell together in unity, God commands. See, that's the blessing that is already commanded. Just dwell in unity, the blessing. That's why you see here, we pray. And the Lord answers prayers. Because unity of purpose, the same ethos, the same vision, the same direction. That is the gate of hell. It causes this. See, it first of all, he wants to cause problem, just bring a church, it just first caused confusion. Somebody just get angry about it. Why did that usher spoke to me like that? I am not coming to that church no more. They start gathering people of like minds. And so many people spoke to you like that in the office, were not annoyed. You still went there the following day, the first person to get there. Because you get paid. So you think here yeah, you don't get paid. The person to work for is Jesus. Because he will not only pay you, he will pay you, he will pay your generations and your generations. You can see. Gate of hell. And the only main way to cope against the gate, gate of hell is unity in the church. Unity of purpose, discipline in the church. That you know that you are in the church to see God, to see God for yourself, to know God. And our duty as pastors or as anyone leading here is to show you Christ and disappear so that you are seeing Christ, so that you're not looking at that person. If you look at that person, you'll see their flaws. But if you look at Jesus, the Bible says, looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. He's the one that started it, he's the one that will finish it. Looking on to Jesus. So you're going to tell the Lord, God, frustrate every gate of hell. 
that can bring this unity against this church, against my family. I frustrate you in the name of Jesus. Be frustrated. Be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Take control. Take control in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the answer prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Begin to thank the Lord for the answer prayer. Thank the Lord that, that the operation of all these gates that they are frustrated in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray.